What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan, another big movie opening this week, tomorrow, hopefully, by the time people are listening to this, or today by the time people are listening to this. Uh, Viola Davis Mm -hmm. is the woman king. Get a couple things out of the way up front. A historical epic based, and this is the... Inspired. Inspired. No, no, inspired. Based in an alternate history of the kingdom of Dahomey. A yeah. powerful kingdom yeah. of Africa. And this is this is from IMDb. Early 1800s. Slave uh, trade is yeah. at its peak. 1820, I believe. Yeah, yeah something like that. And uh, kingdom of Dahomey, the, the new king played by John Boyega. Uh, has been for a while engaging in trading slaves to Europeans they, for weapons and yes. money and blah 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 blah, and they're a very powerful well, and, kingdom. And they, they, they they're, they're trading away their prisoners of war, yes, basically, with one of their enemy kingdoms who Tribe keeps trying to come kingdom, after them. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> this is the story of again based inspired. They had a, a legion of female soldiers. Africa's this, Amazons, and, and this is true. And this, this is true. This is true. This, this is, is true. This is un, uh, unrefutable. And we're, we've talked about the. Uh, this is a true story based on a true story inspired by true events, yeah. and I heard it from this guy at this bar one time. Um, there's levels of realism, so I like that they did actually put alternate history of the, the their enemy kingdom is going to try to take them over. So that they can just sell all of them to the Europeans and become the most powerful people, and they're trying to defend themselves. Viola Davis, Pars- and, and, and partially what they're doing is so they they they're in a situation where they're, they're the big brother. They're getting tribute every year. Yes, um, from the they, kingdom of Dahomey. From yes, and and then you know, but suddenly Dahomey's not like they got a new ruler, a new king who's kind of coming into his own thing, who sees independence as as you know a way to move forward and to grow and expand um from underneath big brothers thumb essentially yeah and and so they're trying to put that down uh and viola davis um is playing the general uh naniska who leads these these female warriors and uh, you can see the inspiration of this real-world history in the door for the Dora Milaje in Black Panther. Hundred, um, yes. So, I, and I don't, I don't think this movie actually happens if Black Panther didn't happen, and that's a shame. But I, right. I, I, I think that that's that's how this movie got made was was because of, of 
the success of Black Panther. Yes, I, I totally agree. Um, so, but basically, what well, we we have this weird mix of political thriller because John Boyega the King is is perfectly willing to continue the slave trade if he can get out from under paying tribute to a fellow African kingdom. Viola Davis wants to get out of the slave trade because it's hurting Africans. And the king's first wife or one of his wives is just a climber. Oh, yeah. And so she wants the position of the woman king, which doesn't make any sense when you look at it. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. But a cursory glance on the interwebs told me that in the, the actual kingdom of Dahomey, every male or every position on the council had a, a male person filling it, but there was a female counterpart to like keep them in check. So there's the king and he needs to appoint a woman king. And she wants that position. Like yeah, the wife, the, the wife, wife does. Yes. Because it's appointed, it's not. There's no rule. It's not, you know, tied to marriage or anything like that. Everyone assumes that Naniska will get it because she has earned it. She helped him, you know, get his throne, secure the kingdom, put down these invasions. And yes, and in any other time, that probably would there wouldn't be much of a movie here. It would have been yep, she's next. But but we get so we get the the palace intrigue. We get the social commentary of of the slave trade. And then we get this weird family drama between Viola Davis and one of the young recruits that's just dropped off at the kingdom or at the at the, yes. at the palace because her father says she's un she's untamable. Yeah, she's unruly. Yeah, she 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 essentially has said, I will not marry the man that you want me to marry. He's old. And I'm not doing this. And apparently this is not the first time or the first sign of, um, you know, acting out. Yep. And so dad says, you know what? I'm going to take you over and I'm going to sit you outside. And if the, you know, the women who are this, who, who live with the, the women are all living within the, the castle area, kind of a, a separate area where they train and whatnot. And so it's basically here, take her. We, we, we're done, you know, and, and sink or swim. Go ahead. Yeah. And so that, but the, the, so there's a really, really weird dynamic, but we get, we get training sequences. We get, you know, the friendship among the recruits, the rivalries among recruits. We get the, uh, Lashana Lynch from uh, Captain Marvel is in this. She's one of the warriors who's training these, these newbies. Here's, here's my bottom line on this film. Viola Davis is great. The uh, all the performances are really good. The actual history everything's based on is is really in, intriguing and interesting and worthy to be talked about. But then Hollywood has to dress everything up. the The fight scenes are over choreographed. You know, we get again the the the, the family drama involving uh, General Naniska and one of the recruits. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a romance subplot plugged in there. 
Yeah, and that's and that's, it's just uh, it, I I hate the fact that ho- that in order that they felt t- that in order to make this appealing or interesting, they had to do all that garbage. Yeah, and that's I, I think we're in the same place on that. I think that they've made and the comparison that comes to mind for me is they've made a crowd pleaser. Um, uh, that that would have been better, I think, if it was an art house film. The problem there being, if we want to use a, a contemporary example, is we have an art house film with a blockbuster budget that was called The Northman, yep. a Viking tale that lost money um, because it it couldn't appeal. You know, it cost seventy to ninety million dollars to make, and its appeal was never. You know, I mean, the most optimistic projections for that. No way you make back that money. No. Um, but at the same time, there's still going to be Viking films. You know, just because that one lost money. And actually, it made $70 million worldwide. So if it had been budgeted at a, a reasonable, you know, $30 million or whatever, that they, they might not have, you know, be viewed the way that it is. But, um, but there's still going to be Viking films. If yeah. this movie fails... We might not see any more stories like this outside of a superhero universe for a while. Yeah. And that's sad. And I blame Hollywood. I blame Hollywood for screwing well, it up. Sure. I mean, I hope they haven't. But if. Uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 it, if it doesn't do what the kind of money it's capable or that they need it to do, it's their own fault. It's not the film's fault per se, it's not the story's fault. No, uh, and I think, you know, but, uh, you know, I think we're also in a situation where I can recommend The Woman King to a lot of people. Um, Just based on what it is, knowing, you know, yes, it's over Hollywood, you know, but it's a very digestible uh, and entertaining film. But you're right. it's, 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 it has too many things in there that are, Hollywood tropes like I would I you know the romance okay uh I don't know that's you know that's it I mean that there is an interesting element to that particular story with with the the the, the man being his background yeah and, and having to make decisions but that almost might be its own film that might that might be a, another film altogether that's a merchant ivory uh, film yeah probably yes absolutely so you know and and then we have this other, you know, there's you know another film in this that's about the women warriors. There's the political film, and there's the you know it, there's there's just so much going on that, and the, and the interfamily thing that, that that comes up towards the end, which feels again very Hollywood and sort of like the sort of thing that only happens in fantasy. Yeah, unless unless it's actually based on something real then it's an entirely different thing. But because this, this film isn't based specifically on real events, when it does things like that, it's a step too far. Yep. Absolutely. And you just kind of have to roll your eyes at it. It's like, of course they had to do that. Yeah. And, and it didn't need to be done. No. There's, there is a, a symbolic relationship there that is just as good as anything else. Yep. So... You know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't need to happen in the way that it does. And, and, and 
But I, yeah, I think you're probably right. And I think they probably said, we've got to make this movie that has a little something for everyone in it so that we can get a little bit of everybody to come to this movie. Um, and hopefully if that's a success, maybe the next film we can do something that's, you know, uh, more complicated because, because when you're dealing with, you know, Africa and slave trade and, 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 you know, black people slave trading, it's, it's a complicated, you know, thing. Well, and they already don't shy away from it. No, they don't shy away from it, but they don't really, you know, but the the fact of the matter is it is true that during that period that this kingdom did end up selling a lot of palm oil. Now, whether or not that was because they didn't like slave trading or, you know, what the reasons behind that was, we, they don't know if it was ethical or not. So I don't know. You're introducing something in there that, that may or may not have actually, you know, the cause and effect. It may not have been that. Right. And, and so have you, made history you know is viola davis's character who has major ethical issues with slave trade is that at all reflective of anyone in that culture at the time maybe i hope it is probably you know but that's but because it's not based on you know it, it, uh, a person who said certain things who did certain things we have a written record of it kind of is in this nebulous there you know i mean it's 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 I wish this story was completely true, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think, I think I, I, because we don't see a lot of films that are like this, the ones that we do see, I want to be more representational of what it was, but that's not what audiences want. That's what critics want. That's what, you know, adventurous critics want. Right. But that's not necessarily what people going to see movies are. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I took my wife to see this, and she liked the movie, but she pointed out the exact same stuff we just did. It's like, didn't need that, didn't need that, didn't need that. You know, yeah, because it detracts. They're all distractions, and it's just like, again, and you're right, Hollywood does it because they're trying to not either. They're either trying to not alienate people, or trying to actively recruit them as a or thinking they're trying to actively recruit them. Yeah. And so they they never can do that. 
if they try not to alienate someone, they alienate someone else. And if they try to actively recruit someone, they almost always fail. It's like, make a movie with a good story and compelling characters. And mm. people will watch it. And every time a movie comes out, like, you know, we, we say if Black Panther had, hadn't succeeded... That's all Black Panther did. Yes, it was a superhero movie, but it, but was, it was Shakespearean. You know, it was a lot of a lot of different things. You know, it, 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 if you make the movie that you want to make, yeah. It, again, it, it the, you know I've said it before. You have to trust your audience. To, at some point, you have to trust your audience. And don't and, trust your audience. It, trust the audience. Yeah. And I, I may, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I need to stop saying trust your audience. Maybe I need I need to be saying trust the audience because the audience, your audience is not a monolithic block. The audience is not a monolithic block. You're never going to, you can't pick and choose. It's just not going to happen because everyone is different. Well, and, and, and here's, here's what's interesting too. Going back to the Northman, I would have never thought it could do 70 million worldwide. Which it lost money, but the fact that it did seventy million worldwide was because it's a really good movie to those who you know want to see it. Right. Um. For you know, if do you like brutal, violent Viking mythology with hallucinatory, you know, all this stuff? If you like that, you'll love this movie. And yeah. that made seventy million. You know, you have uh, everything everywhere all at once, which is a bizarre movie. And it was cheap enough when they the production budget that it's made a ton of money. And who would have thought that it would have made a ton of money? And the reason why it made a ton of money is not because it's weird; it's because it's good. <laughs> or you know, it it's was, good I mean, and it happens to be weird. You you couldn't. I mean, who was the audience for for? everything everywhere all at once you can't I, it, you you can't there's no me? you can't define it i think it's just me you know i do, do you love a24 do you love michelle yo do you love bizarre out there stories you know i mean there's so many things about them that that are like so un-hollywood um and the northman's the same i mean it's shot with one camera it's not you know yeah. there's just stuff about those two films that the only reason why they are as successful as they are it's because they are what they are and they knew it and they just made the movie um, without having to be like, you know, focus gave the Northman, the, you know, everyone as much control as they wanted, which maybe with that financially, that's a mistake, but artistically that's incredibly brave and it absolutely paid off. And, and the same about everything, everywhere, all at once, you know, whoever a 24 or whoever who, who produced it just said, you do this movie. I, I, googly eyes, absolutely. Yep. Bagel, absolutely. Yep. Everything bagel, we're uh, we're into it. You know, do it. You know, and and Hollywood wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> you know, so. But you yeah, know, on, I mean, on the on the flip side of that coin, you were talking about everything everywhere all at once, and it's little budget. Look at the budget for yeah. something like Three Thousand Years of Longing. Huge, big special effects, yeah. period work. It uh, it's not going to make its money. 
No, it's not, and it's it's kind of a shame because it, whereas I, I don't know if that movie is as good as George Miller's other films or some of his other films, mm. I still think it's a really intriguing film, and it's a film that I'd rather watch than a lot of other films. Yeah, even even with its its failures, which really, to be fair, aren't a ton. Um, and they, there might, you know, uh, second viewings and third viewings, and it is a film that I will watch again. Might reveal that those weaknesses aren't nearly as, um, you know, as glaring as maybe I initially thought. Or, yeah. um, it's it's a little incoherent, and there's, you know, it's uh, anyway. But you're yes, and and who gave George Miller all that money? MGM did, and I am so glad that they did, but. Because the film didn't exactly, you know, make a ton of money. Does that mean we'll never see bizarre, genie, gin, <laughs> historical, time-jumping love stories? Well, we might not. Not for a and, while. And, you know? So, I mean... Yeah, but but the, the Woman King, hopefully... I don't know what the budget was. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I hope... Uh, I mean, I highly recommend this movie to everyone. Yes, with the understanding that it's not as good as I wanted it to be, but it's still pretty enter. It's it's entertaining, and the performances are great. The script, yeah, I have issues with the script. I didn't particularly like the score. That doesn't have any. I mean, that I, I would have gone. It's it's a very, I, I for at least the first half have been very traditional score, um, and and Terrence Blanchard is a phenomenal musician. He's in a lot of the Spike Lee films. He's like scored over. 40 films and he's done operas and a uh, great jazz trumpet player and has phenomenal albums. But I, I just don't, it didn't feel, it felt a little over the time. It was invasive. It, I could tell it was there more often where I wanted it to strip back yeah, um, and not be so grandiose. And, and just, it's okay sometimes to have natural sound in it, particularly in a film that is taking place in an era where, you know, it's 1820s. Uh, yeah. You're going to hear the wilderness. You're going to hear the, you know, find a rhythm in the way that they train or, you know, there's there's ways to, to, to give it a sound. But, uh, but again, that's... But it is, let's be fair, it is shot wonderfully. It. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, absolutely. There's it, the talent behind this film in front of and behind the camera was great. I wish they were given more freedom. Yes, or, or or if they were given freedom, I wish they took bigger risks. One of the two, because I, right. I, I don't know what the situation. I know they had a hard time getting this made, and I don't know what all the behind the scenes and you know whatnot. Um, I guess I wish it was just it was a braver, more groundbreaking film rather than being a really good action film that has historical references. Yeah, fact, and that, again, that goes back to the whole. True story based on, inspired by, yeah, it's well, I just, it's uh, disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it's good, and yeah, how much better would it have been? It would have been better, but we also have to remember, you know, during like World War II, there were all these movies that came out about World War II, and there still are movies that come about out about World War II that aren't factually based. No. Um, and, and for me, it's like you can't find a compelling story in World War II to tell. They've all been told, all, you know, Schindler's List and, you know, there's like 
you know, Torah, Torah, Torah. How many? I mean, there's not that many films that are entirely based on, uh, you know, that are factual. Right. And you can't tell me that those stories don't exist. And I want to see those stories because they're messy and and they're human and people screw up and they do things that you probably wouldn't like them for, but then they redeem themselves or, you know, all these sort of things that, that I think that we as people can connect with. Whereas when you do the Hollywood version, well, it didn't really happen like that. And it's hard to be inspired by it to a yeah. certain extent. It's, it's great that this film is represent has representation. I, I would love to see more films like this. I want to see the real thing. I want to see the real experience. I want the authentic as much as I possibly can get. You know, not the not the 2022 version. I, I want you know, but I, I understand that I'm more adventurous in, in a lot of ways than than a lot of viewers. And and a film of this size costs a decent amount of money to make, and it has or, you know it has to make a decent amount of money. So I, I I get it. I understand the industry. I just wish that it was different. Yeah, but people should still go and see it. Yes, please, please, so, yeah. because so, I, so we can so we can see more of these films. Exactly, exactly. So that that's the Woman King from uh, TriStar, which that's a name I haven't seen in a while. But there you are. Who who directed this, and, by the way? Oh, Gina Gina Prince Bythewood. And don't don't be shocked if there are Academy Award nominations for this film. I can see that. I. I just the the one area that I would get really upset and dispute would be screenwriting. Yeah, I, I, I don't. There's I you you to me you can't do that on this film. Performances, I'm totally fine with. Oh yeah, cinematography, yep. I'm okay with. You know, uh, costumes. Yep. Yep. You know, but but again, that the the script. Yep. And and that's where this this film gets is a, somewhat of a letdown. Yeah, it really is, unfortunately. Um, okay, so that's going to be it for the Woman King. Lots of movies out this week. Movies out next week. We're going to be talking about Fanex's next weekend. We're going to be talking about that. Stay close. Uh, every movie I review will be on the website vsmoviepodcast.com. Uh, they'll all be tagged on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, so please follow us there as well, uh, and you'll get all our fanex updates there as well. Take it easy, stay safe, be good, and go see a movie in a theater because there's a lot that are worth seeing on a big ass screen right now. So, uh, but till we talk to you again, I'm Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we'll talk to everyone later. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.